And welcome to Two Creations. I'm Nancy Lee. And I'm Cindy Yep. Two Creations is Joy Luck Club meets Drunk History. Today's episode is Holiday Hot Pot. Mmm, that mm, sounds steamy and yummy. We're calling it Holiday Hot Pot because sometimes on Christmas, my family will have a holiday hot pot. If you don't know what a hot pot is, it's a big boiling mess of water on your table and you dip raw meat and vegetables into and it's delicious. That's your opinion. I hate hot pot. You're not a fan of the hot pot? No, I'm so not a fan of the hot pot. I literally do not go to family function when it's just hot pot. I don't go. I just don't go. Seriously. I skipped Christmas because it was hot pot. Are you the person that you go to sushi with and like everybody does family style and you're like, I'll have a little a bento by myself, please. Um, can I And can I have a fork? No, I don't need the fork, little one. Um, <laughs> I'm okay. My chopstick skills are on point. But yes, you're correct. I will not go in on the sushi mix. I will get the shrimp tempura. But first, we wanted to thank all of our great supporters friends and family who have been giving us awesome feedback and listening to us and they seem to really enjoy it and we love you guys so much. I hope you guys have enjoyed some of our photos that we just released today but we did release our second episode and Cindy and I added some treats of our or at least my bowl cut. Cindy had a much better haircut than I did. Again her parents (laughs) are winning. Bowl cuts through the years is going to be another episode. Bowl cuts. And the other thing is not to de- derail the subject. I was showed my mom my terrible bowl cut and how it I will sh- I will post a photo for our listeners of how cockeyed and unstraight it is. But my sister's bowl cut somehow worked beautifully and it was straight. And then Maybe I asked they my, used a real bowl. I don't know. But I asked my mom and she's like, why you always want to blame mommy? I try my best. I know you tried your best mom. But just to show you, my entire forehead was exposed like there were no bangs. Basically, this shit was bad. That's thank, a shallow bowl. Thank God I was cute. That's all I have to say. Oh, thank God. And then I don't know if you guys have seen the photo, but I kind of look like a boy. I mean, you really look like a boy, like short hair and everything. My sister would get comments at the restaurant like, oh my God, your little brother's so cute. No, he she, seriously, yeah, no, you, look but, like a, you look like a DD. But what do you think my, my sister said? Corrected them? Fuck no. no. She basically like, was like, yeah. thank you. Yeah, Dee Dee's cute. Dee Dee means little brother, by the way, everybody in Mandarin. Or at least that's what I think it means. Yeah, so check it out at facebook.com slash two creations. And we also have a new Twitter handle. Ooh. Uh, Yeah, so it's twitter.com slash two creations also. Great, great. So tweet us, follow us, like us. So on today's holiday hot pot extravaganza, we have a lot of different things, especially since uh, this weekend was Thanksgiving. Cindy, what did you do? I went to my sister's house. We had a little, little get together with my niece and nephew. And Was it like Chinese food or American food? It was American food. I had mostly pretty traditional Thanksgiving foods growing up. What about you? We were the same. We always had Thanksgiving was about traditional ham, cranberry, turkey, you know, all that stuff. But as a child, uh, no surprise, I was very picky uh-huh. and refused to eat anything at Thanksgiving. And my refuse, I mean, just some of the best dishes. I Thanksgiving. know. I was such a, 
I have a very basic palate and I did not like any of it. And so every year I would have a hissy fit and then they got, they kind of got more used to it. And then every year they ordered me a pizza. I got my own New York style oh. pizza and that's what I ate instead of turkey. That's so awesome. I mean, I, I mean, it's I, I mean, I'm for that. Like if you have Thanksgiving dinner and just add a pizza on, pizza why not? Cheap. I actually was really picky when I was a little kid and really? we would frequently go to Indian restaurants because my dad's from India mm, mm, mm. and like I just it, I just like couldn't handle it it was just like too much like I wanted the mango lassi and that's it and then and so before we go to uh, Indian restaurants I would make them go to Taco Bell and pick me up a meal and then I would lay it all out at the Indian restaurant how is Taco Bell so <laughs> freaking good it's it, so it's good like, I don't even know what the grade meat it is, and I know people have told oh, me terrible things about it, but it's there's no grade. So good. It's so good. Just a soft taco and a hard taco. When I was in the 80s, we got the six pack, and it was always oh. like half hard, half soft, and then me and my mom would go to town on them. I love a Mexican pizza. Oh, I, I love seven layer. Have I mentioned that Whoa. I thought I should have been born Mexican? No, but you lie. No, you love Mexico. I love Mexico. And you are very dark. Yes. And so I have a big butt. You have a what? I have a big butt. Mm. Latin. Something. Is that a Mexican? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, though, these hips don't lie. No, yeah. that's not yeah. Mexican. Well, whatever. No, that's Latin. So it's like the that's whole Latin. like. That's. You have a whole Latin thing going on. Mm-hmm. Well, it sucks that you're in New York and you don't have Mexican food. Mm-hmm. There's some. There's some. There's, some There's like some good. I. It's not bad. It's not bad. I mean, it's not what you have it's in California. I get it. I get it. In case you guys don't know, I'm in San Francisco and Nancy's in New York, mm-hmm. where everything is pretty much better except. The Mexican food. Anyway, so going back to my Thanksgiving tradition, um, it was pretty much it. And like this year, you know, every Thanksgiving we'd come to New York City. That was just like how we did it. it was because I think most of you guys know I've mentioned my parents own Chinese restaurants for my upbringing till I was like 28. And Thanksgiving was the only day out of the 365 days we were open that we were closed. It was amazing. It was more than just a holiday. It was the day that we had the day off as a family. It was amazing. So this day, we actually would come up to New York City every Christmas and go to uh, my aunt's and have my pizza, because that's what I wanted. And we spent Thanksgiving, and then we'd go back to Philly and work on Friday, because the restaurant was open again. But I just remember Thanksgiving as always being the one day out of 365 that we were, and I really appreciated it. Yeah, because you were, you did big business on Christmas, right? Which we'll talk about. Christmas and movies. Come on. That's like staple. That's my fave. This Thanksgiving, did you get obnoxious questions from your family? I feel like that's a Chinese American tradition. Like you don't see people like that often. And like when you see them, they have to hit like the big three. Mm -hmm. When are you getting married? When you're having kids and when you're buying a house. Oh, maybe four. Something about how a much job. Money it's always a job. My family wants numbers, okay? They're like, how many points are in your mortgage? I'm serious. They want to know numbers. And I'm like, I lit- I can't tell you because you're going to be like, hmm. Oh, it's all about judgment. Much. It's all and about judgment. And just use judgment. that as ammo against me. Yeah, yeah. So I'm just like, no, I'm not going to tell you. But like they straight up will be like, how much money do you make? My daughter makes more. You're Drop like, the mic. Okay. <laughs> 
So you win life. So you win life. Congrats. Well, so then tell me a little bit about Christmas. Like, is Christmas the same like Thanksgiving? It's like, you know, 30 days no, later. No, Christmas is uh, where the hot pot comes in. And uh, it could, tech, it could like literally mean a hot pot. Why didn't the hot pot move to Thanksgiving. I also do hot pot for Christmas now. I think because Thanksgiving is like where you try to like adhere to the American standard. And then Christmas is like, it's just a special occasion where you get together Mm -hmm. and like have presents. Mm -hmm. So it can kind of be whatever. So like sometimes it's hot pot. Sometimes and I, th- I think this could usurp the Thanksgiving turkey, in my opinion, because I'm not a huge fan of turkey. But the Christmas duck, the Peking duck, I mean, duck. that is duck just, is that, amazing. Is, that is succulents, my friends. And then the skin's crunchy. And then there's oh like that beautiful God, the tortilla pancakes thingy. Yeah. And the scallions and the oh, sauce. And the sauce. And you just like, I'm so delicious. Turkey is like dry and people are like, oh, I just, just I'm put like, more gravy on me. It. I'm like, give me the dark because at least it's more like duck. <laughs> I love that duck. You do love the duck. I love that duck, man. So, I'd take a duck over a turkey any day. So when you were little, tell me about your Christmas. Like, well, where'd you go? Holiday? Like, how did you guys get prepped for it? Were you into it? I mean, I think I believed in Santa Claus really young. But then when I was like four or five years old, my sister was just like, yeah, you know that Santa Claus? Uh, you know, that shit doesn't exist, right? She just straight up told me. How old were you? Like four. I was <gasps> she all, took oh, your child oh, away. Yeah. That? This is your sister? Yeah. Do you bring this up with her now? Uh, no, I haven't. Oh, I would. I mean, she's just a kid. I know, but that was me. I just want to know, did she know that she took your childhood away of like a couple more Christmases for you to believe in Santa? Is that really? I, I feel like my childhood was already gone at that point. <laughs> so I don't think she was telling me anything that like too shocking, but I was just like, oh, oh, okay. Oh, but you, but you, you did think Santa I think Santa I did. Was I did believe it. I mean, I think most Asian American parents try to keep up the appearance of Santa Claus and get that myth going and like... Get, play in, play yeah. with I the... I like, looked up a couple things on the internet. One that I thought was funny was Lisa Ling, mm. you know, famous Asian-American yeah. journalist. She, When she was growing up, she thought that Santa Claus preferred Caucasian children <laughs> because... <laughs> Because when Santa Claus would come and give them presents, they got like humongous toys and stuffed animals and playhouses and stuff. And then she like got batteries. (laughs) (laughs) So she like she concluded that that Santa Claus likes white kids. Oh, my God. That's so funny. So funny. That's actually hilarious. I, I think that's so cute. So I grew up in this small suburb outside Philadelphia, predominantly Jewish. But in my neighborhood, there was this adorable Italian couple that lived across the street. We called them Mike and Joe. Never had children of their own, but were so amazing and always like took an interest with Angela and I. And so when we first moved there, they they acted as Santa for us. We would wake up and opened the front door and there were gifts on our porch and they were supposed to be from santa oh my god i thought that was the sweetest thing ever like we really thought it was santa and it was really our neighbors from across the street who did it and then my dad i think tried to keep up with it as you were saying with your family and i caught my dad doing it but like i didn't want to tell him because i still wanted gifts 
So, okay. Gifting. So how big were gifts in your family? Like from outside of your immediate family? Well, my immediate family really, we didn't give gifts. It was the, it was the peripheral family. Like my cousins and stuff would give me gifts. My aunts and uncles would give me gifts, but my parents really like, besides the Santa thing, and then realizing that Santa is not real. Mm-hmm. My parents would give me, like, I tell them what I want. It was like a practical thing. Chinese people are very practical, right? Very practical. They're not frivolous. They're not trying to evoke this emotion. It's very black and white. There is no gray. But my mom would be like, okay, I buy you this, but I buy after Christmas went on sale. I mean, that's very practical. Exactly. Which really, I, cool. I really don't have a problem with it if that's the difference yeah. between me getting it and not getting it. Yeah. To be honest, and there I mean, should be like a holiday post-Christmas. Well, yeah. No, I mean, that's an interesting point that it's not very like emotional because I mean, the best gift to get is the Hong Bao. Oh. Am do I right? our listeners know about the Hong Bao? I don't know. Why don't you tell them about the Hong Bao? The Hong Bao is the magical red envelope that you hear about from time to time, typically given at New Year's or Chinese New Year's specifically to people that are unmarried by married folk. Is that what you learned? Oh, I never thought about it that way, but I guess that's that's it. We we would just get it like whoever the kids are. Well, yeah, the kids they get are not married. Yeah, by but now there's a blurry line with my family. Now it's blurry because people aren't getting married, aren't getting married early, and then. But I still don't get a home ball. That's that's where I think is effed up. Oh, really? That is effed up. Did you ma- pass a magical age where you stopped getting hung bao? I mean... Yeah, I kind of did too. It's kind of if you got the point that you're an adult and own a home, you don't yeah, get hung bao. Yeah, it's kind of like if you have a job, like, why do you get a hung... You get, like, a minimal hung bao, maybe. Did I you think- get Did you get Christmas hung bao or just New Year's hung bao? Uh, I got Christmas hung bao from family, like, my, my aunts and uncles, because they had no idea what to buy us. I Which, mean... By the way... I think it's cash great. Cash is it's king. Better- cash what? is king. Cash is king, baby. Yeah, like, I, I mean, no problem. Like, I don't need your uh, iTunes gift certificate. Or, like, or your Visa gift card. Give me yeah. a check. I don't want a Target gift card. I don't want some play Checks credit. Cash. I want. Give, give me a crisp $10 bill. Man, I have this friend. He told me he used to get like 300 bucks in his Hong Bao. I'm like, I'm lucky to get a Hamilton. I was born into the wrong family or something. And then my mom would make sure I didn't rip the Hong Bao so she could reuse them. Hmm. And then well, the, I mean, it's like wrapping paper. You reuse wrapping paper, right? I get it. But my, I like wanted to like rip it open. Why? She, There's money in there. Well, because I was trying to get to the money. Yeah, you're right. I fripped money before, by the way. Uh, yeah. So she was right. She's right. She's right. She's right. Um, did you ever witness like your mom and dad or aunts and uncles giving Hong Bao or presents to each other? Never. Never. No, <laughs> fuck that. Never. They're like kids get. No, but that would defeat the marriage thing, right? Because it's like all about giving it to unmarried people. I never thought about that, but I. Uh, That's that, what I was that told. totally makes sense. That's your mom. No, that totally makes sense. And I think nowadays that people are getting married and it's acceptable to give them checks instead of your, you know, registering at Tiffany's or whatever. Mm-hmm. I think people are like becoming more Chinese. I think it's tradition to get really crisp, like new oh, money yeah. in your Hong Bao. Like you don't want like no Dirty, ripped up old faded money mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. like, you're like, I got some change from a 20 and like, here, let me no, give you I like got a, a 10 and two ones. That's what I you like. Gotta, yeah, you want a crisp, the, the kind where you're like, oh, you can rub it. It smells so good. You think there's two? 
you know that you're Chinese when like you sm- money smells good. You know you're That's Chinese when money smells good. When you prefer, <laughs> when you want to bottle up the scent of money. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great idea for a Chinese perfume. Oh God, I bet you they have it. To be honest. So let's move on about a uh, holiday decorations. Was your family okay. really big into it? I mean, I I liked I liked decking the tree. Uh, dicking the tree? Am I saying dick a lot? I know. Sorry. What's on your mind? You don't want to know. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Okay. If we mention it, we will have to go to a different rating. I love on. dicking a tree now and then. Um, we had a tree, but it was a fake tree. Oh. It was a aluminum uh, silver color tree. Oh, it wasn't even green? No. Oh, do you think that was on purpose or it was because it was on sale? You never know. You know what? You always I'm, have to think I'm that way. I'm guessing sale. I would guess so too. Yeah. Because if it was a premium, I doubt your parents would pay for it. Yeah. No. My, I mean, but like, I guess the idea of like having a real tree was like too much. Well, it's a lot. Like you have to go pick it. Then you got to go spike it. Then you got to go. And then you have to throw it away. I mean, the whole thing must have been so foreign to them. Yeah. Like what you cut down a tree and like splay the dead tree carcass in your house and you put like shiny things on it. And then there's bugs on the tree and then you're bringing bugs in there. I mean, like, they that's have the whole, a lot of things. You come to this country, you be with this country. Yeah. So we also had a fake tree. And I remember when I was little, I thought that tree was so big. But since the tree never grows and I grow, as I yeah. got older, I was like, damn, this tree is tiny and puny. Like we need a bigger <laughs> like tree. Like a Charlie Brown Christmas tree. Kind of. But yeah. like my friends would always make fun of me because like the only reason we had decorations at my house is because of my sister and I. My parents had no desire. They were so exhausted from the restaurant. They were not like, let's decorate the house. They don't care. So when the when Christmas was over, my sister and I weren't like all like excited to take down the decorations. My parents did not care. So we would have decorations until like Easter. And then my friends would be like, don't you want to take your tree down? And then I'm like, well, they're Chris- like really politely like suggesting they're like, mm, maybe it's March. I they're like, trying to they're like, it's like, it's like three months later. Do you really need your tree up? I'm like, oh, well, Christmas is right around the corner. Let's just leave it up. That's <laughs> leave it up and then because my parents weren't like pushing to get it down so like no so get used to it yeah they're like i don't care collects dust everything has dust who cares like but i just remember getting like caught out from my like nine-year-old friend don't you Mm. take your tree down (laughs) oh another thing back to santa i was looking up like do they have um, santa mm -hmm. in asia so i saw that they often have like not department store Santa's like we like we have but like there's there's a lot of like commercial repre- yeah, yeah, representation okay. there but like oftentimes Santa is playing a saxophone a saxophone a saxophone like yeah look it up i and no one really knows why but like one theory is because it's like bill clinton and i just think this is <laughs> If that's true, that's really cute because he's like a jolly, red-cheeked, kind of fat, maybe a little drunk, jolly, you know, merry man <laughs> playing a saxophone, you know? Oh, my God. Okay, so what about, like, the day of Christmas? Obviously, I'm like, you know, you had a uh, a Chinese restaurant. So what was it like on Christmas? 
So Christmas Day, of course, as a child, I wanted to be closed. But of course, my father is like, that's when we make all our money. The Jewish people have nowhere to go. So they go see movie and Chinese food. And we would be so busy all the time. And then these people would come and be like, oh, you're open? Yeah, we're open because you guys come. So it wasn't just like, oh, you have me open. Like, oh, you got a lot of business. You're like, like, this is the day that we make tons of money. money. Like you guys sorted this out. Yeah, because you guys want movies and Chinese food. So we open. And so they would be like, oh, I'm like... Oh, you're not home for Christmas? Who do you think works at this restaurant? We do. It's called a family business. The family works there. So then um, it was really busy. It was stressful and really not that much fun. But as we got older, I think by the time we were 15, we finally convinced my father to close the store on Christmas and have like a normal family Christmas, go back to New York, have Christmas. And so then the Jews had nowhere to go. They went to another restaurant because you know why? Someone else who had to suffer as a young kid and had hungry parents. My parents just got tired, I think, too. Mm. But to be honest, we had a lot of business that day. So you couldn't really, I couldn't blame my parents yeah, being a I practical like it, little Chinese yeah, girl. You know I what I mean? I feel like it's a win-win. But I wanted and to like, not for, work. You know, for my money, Jewish Christmas, which is what I call going to a movie and eating Chinese food, is something that I traditionally celebrate every year. I love it. We have this problem, though. We've hit a predicament hmm. that, to be honest, my dad's side of the family specifically, because they're the ones that had the restaurants and they had their own restaurant in Taiwan and stuff. They're all really good cooks and make really amazing food. And us as kids had no idea how to make it. We know we like mm-hmm. make American dishes that we read recipes online and stuff. But like we have like this amazing pork chop dish that my Aunt Julie makes. That's amazing. And this rice noodle dish. And then this tofu thing with meat in it. And then oh this tomato God. beef stew thing. There's like all these like amazing dishes my family makes and we have for Thanksgiving. And to be honest, my aunts and uncles are pretty old. They're like in their 60s, 70s. And so they're tired and they don't want to make this every year. They're like, this is the last year we're doing it. But the honest truth is, like, we as the cousins need to all own a dish. We've talked about this. Everyone pick their favorite dish and learn how to master it. Because not to be morbid or anything, eventually they're not going to be around. We're oh, still true. Good. And we need I to think learn that's a how great to cook. Idea. But no, you should totally do No that. one's going to learn all of them. So someone needs to master at least one. And that would be the one idea. that you want to make sure. Yeah. So what mine would be your the, dish? Mine is the fried pork chop. It is delicious. It's like Taiwanese fried pork chop. It is so good. There's no sauce or something. It's just crunchy. I read a theory that uh, the whole tradition of Jewish people going to um, Chinese Chinese. restaurants is not just because like it's the only thing open. It's it's kind of like a solidarity amongst uh, two groups of people that are considered outsiders. And uh, that's that's something that feels particularly keen on Christmas. And I I I feel like there's a lot of affinity between Chinese people and Jewish people. I know you had a lot of Jewish friends. I had a lot of Jewish friends. Yeah. Think about that. No, I think there is definitely a lot of solidarity, like among, I remember talking to my dad and being like, oh, there's this like Korean guy, like, oh, no Korean. Why? No. Uh, what about Japanese? No. 
I was like, <sighs> okay, Chinese. Okay, what about not Chinese? What about like Vietnamese? Oh no. Like literally against the entire Asian race for some particular reason, one or the other. And then he goes, you know what I like? I like Jewish. <laughs> Wait, in, in terms of what? In the in sense terms that they value money, they value education, they are hard workers, and they're good businessmen. I, yeah. I think, I think that, uh, I think Families that sums important. it up. And, you know, all those like checkoffs that like, there's a lot of people that are not Jewish that do think this or don't think this. It has nothing to do with like a race. It just has to do with the individual. <laughs> I love how your dad considers Jewish people to be a type of Asian. But I think like in school, we always gravitated towards each other because we're all kind of like not fitting in with everyone else exactly. Uh, I have a December birthday, as you know. Yes. And it's coming up. It's coming up. Sometimes I get presents for my birthday, okay. which is great. Yeah. Nobody's giving me no double presents. Okay. So when you were little, what happened? I think I got like double presents from my mom, but then other than that, nothing. Mm. Because if you have a close to December birthday, you're not getting shit. You're not getting shit. And all throughout the year, you get people that thing. And then if you also get them Christmas things, I'm not saying it's a tit for tat, but it is. No, it's just like, uh, my excuse for not giving a lot of presents is that I'm Chinese. And someone pointed out to me that that's my excuse for a lot of things, like not tipping a lot, not donating money, eating out of the garbage. I don't, I don't make it a big thing because that's not how I grew up. No, exactly. I think it's interesting when you're, you see your friends and some friends are like super into Christmas and you're just like, it had to be like how they grew up because I'm yeah. not really into Christmas at all. <laughs> I like, have friends that are, that are like, oh, I cannot wait to A, travel during Christmas. Yes, me too. B, and then just spend days and days alone with my family. <laughs> I'm just like, that's fucking amazing. Uh... Not not interested. <laughs> oh my Sorry. god, it's great because my sister actually usually takes care of all the Christmas gifts. Like everything else in this household, we're a couple, we're mm -hmm. a household, mm -hmm. and so we get gifts for like the kids and stuff like that, like of our nieces and nephews. And yeah, they get so like crazy. for the kids, I'll get gifts. No, but they get crazy. They get they like run up and get their gifts and like rip the paper, and then they're just like, oh, next one, next one, and it's like this crazy like free fall. So this year, my sister and I decided to change it up a little bit. Each kid is going to get a piece of paper that says that in their, like, we are going to donate $50 in their name to any of the below charities. Oh my God. And that they have to circle the charity or write one in. And then there's going to be an envelope that they mail it back to us. And then we will I donate just it for them. See the crestfallen faces and like the tears. They don't even. They're know like not even a check. Them. Not even it's the like, home ball. It's like to the people's fun on Seinfeld. Yeah. Oh, that's so sad. But I think they need to learn to give. Yeah, they should learn. They get a lot. Yeah. And so, you know, I think charity needs to be a little bit more involved in people's lives, sometimes at an early age. So we're forcing them. Hmm. Maybe they'll appreciate it later. It's like the toothpaste at Halloween. I know no one really is happy about getting the toothpaste. toothpaste. People get toothbrushes. I never, I never got toothpaste. That's a terrible gift. I'd rather get Snickers with razor blades in them. <laughs> Christmas. Then you could at least get the Snickers off it. Cue Christmas music. Do -do -do, do -do -do, do -do -do. <laughs>
Just.